Good evening. Today's blot in Saita is Daflamid Dalid. We're going to begin on Daflamid Gimelamid base, 10 lines from the bottom. Tarabanon. Tarabanon. Learned in Abraisa, Ketzad of Yisrael Sayyardin. How did the Jewish people cross the Yarden? So the Brisa says, Every day when the Eden would travel, so the Orin, the Ark, would travel behind the two flags. Which two flags? The flags of Yehuda and Reuven. That's how the traveling was done in the Midbar. And that day, in other words, the day that there was Kriyas Yamsuf, so the Ark... The Aaron traveled in front of the Eden. Shenemar, huh? Kriyas Yarden. Kriyas Yarden, sorry. Kriyas Yarden. No, yeah, sorry. Kriyas Yarden. Shenemar, um, And on that day, the Aaron traveled in front. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, Hine Aaron habris odin kol ha'aretz over lefnechem. Behold, the Aaron of the bris of Hashem, of all the earth is passing before you. Every day the Levim would carry the Orin. And on this day the Kainim carried the Orin. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, And when the soles of the feet of the Kainim that will carry that carry the Orin of Hashem shall rest. So basically what the Rice is saying is that. Usually, when the Eden passed the Yarden or crossed over the Yarden, so every day the Aaron was, was um, traveled behind the two camps of Yehuda and Reuven. On that day that there was Kriyas Yarden, so the Aaron traveled in front of them. And also, every day the Levian would carry the Aaron, and that day the Kainim carried the Aaron. Okay, Tanya was talking about Brisa Rebbe Rebbeisi says, "In three places, three different places, the Kainim carried the Aaron. So even though the Levim, it was their job to carry the Aaron, there was three times, three places, the Kainim carried the Aaron. Kishavra Sayarden, number one, when they crossed the Jordan, and when the Yidin surrounded Yerichoi, and then when they returned." The Orient is proper place, and the Kedush Hakadoshim, and this was in the times of Shleima Hamelach. So three times: the times of when they crossed the Yarden, when they um, when they crossed, when they uh, surrounded Yerichai, and when they brought the Orient back. So who carried it? That was the Kaihan. So now he says the Mishnah says, or the, I'm sorry, the. Raisa says, Once the feet of the Kainim were immersed in the water of the Yardin, the water flowed backwards. As it says, And when those carrying the Oren came to the Yardin, and then the Pasuk, which means on the feet of the Kainim that were carrying the Oren were dipped in the, in the water because uh, the Yarden overflows all its banks all the time of harvest. And the waters that came up from above stood and rose up in the heap. 
And the Brightster says, what was the height of the water? So, it was 12 mil by 12 mil. So, which means that the, the uh, he says in a second, and this corresponds, this parallels the size of the camp of the Jewish people who were passing through the Yarden. So since the Yidden were in, it was uh, 12 mil by 12 mil, that's how uh, long Machne Yisrael was lengthwise. So when it says that the Yarden split, how long did it split? It split, um, the waters went back to 12, uh, um, 12 mil. Right, I'm sorry, yeah, the height, the height went up 12 mil. Yeah, yeah. So the way I understood it is the length. Like it went, it went up, but like this way. That's why if you look at Rashi, right, right. But if you look at Rashi, Rashi doesn't doesn't use the lotion of. Uh, see, Rashi doesn't say yud base mil connected. He just says yud base mil. It's mashma that he, it's not. Uh, I'm sorry, there's some. I don't know what Rashi. Does. I was seeing that there's some version that don't take out the gears to twelve by twelve. But like upon him, yeah. So the waters that came up, yeah, they stood. They 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 they. Um, they came down from, from above and they stood and they rose up in the in the in the in the Khmeidnes, right? Like a heap. So the way the way Right, right, but Okay, let's number past to find the width, the width and the height, the the uh, it was twelve by twelve. What I'm saying there's some there's there's some Right, but there's some gear size that take out the twelve by twelve. Okay, I'm Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon. So according to Rabbi Lazar, so now Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon says, according to your statement, Adam Kal Imayim Kalim. So what, what's faster? Does a person move faster? Or does the water move faster? Heva Imer, so you're going to say, then Mayim Kalim. That water moves faster than a person. Imkain, if that's so, so then before the Eden crossed the river, what's going to happen? Bo Mayim. The water would come down and drown them. Because after the water rose up to the height of 12 mil, it then began to flow normally. So what's going to happen is, is by the time that it comes, the Yidin, the Yidin can't walk. If you have water that you need to, uh, if you have, let's say, um, I don't know, you have a path, right? And you're going to pour, you have a race, water or a person, the water is going to go faster than the person. So by the time that the water after 12 mil goes up, it's going to come shooting down. So some of the Yidin that are still crossing over, it's just not. It's mashma that it's uh, that it went up to 12 mil. Once after 12 mil, that's the, yeah, somehow that's what you understand. That's the question. Yeah. So now that's he says Ella. Rather, he teaches us It teaches us that the water gathered and rose in heaps upon heaps. To a height, Yasser Mishalish Meis Mil. To a height, more than 300 mil. Until all the kings of the east and the west saw. Came to pass when all the, the kings of the uh, Amaraim that were beyond the Jordan westward 
And all the kings of the Canaanite that were by the sea heard that Hashem had dried up the waters of the Jordan from before the Eden until they were passed over and their heart melted. Neither was the spirit in them anymore because of the children of Neisro. Now, he says as well that and even Rochav so Zayna, some people say it's a prostitute, but Zayna also, Rashi, I think one of the, the Adak says, or one of the Pfashi Tanakh, Zayna means somebody who is in business. So he did Rachel the Zayna, Rachel, who was a businesswoman, Amr Lashluchi Yeshua said to Yeshua, the messenger. Zayna Yeah, I'm Lashon feeding. So, right, so Pashab Shat is it's a, it's a Zayna. But the, I think it's Radak, or I don't remember, one of them before Shetanach says that Meloshin Zaina, that it's giving Parnasa, a businesswoman. But then they call her Rachav, correct, but I'm saying some of Farshim Taichab, Rachav the Zaina, Rachav who was in business, she was a businesswoman. Meloshin, like you're saying, about uh, being the uh, provider. Okay. She said, and we have heard how Hashem dried up the water of the Yamsuf before you. It's written, as soon as we heard, our hearts melted, neither did there remain any more, the Pasuk says, of there any spirit of man because of you. So the Canaanim were still terrified of the Kriyas of the Yardin, although it had taken place years earlier, and also was in a distant location. So it's understood from here how terrified they became when a similar miracle occurred close to where they lived. Okay, so now, when the Yidin, Oydim B'yardin, Amr Lehem Yeshua, while they were still in the Yardin, Yeshua said to them, You should know what is the purpose you're crossing over the Yardin. It's in order to drive out the inhabitants of the land before you. As it says, and you shall drive out all the, the inhabitants of the land before you. So if you're going to listen and you're going to come into the land and drive out the inhabitants over there, very good. And if you do not, if you're not going to listen, then the waters will come and drown. Now, from here you learn something. What is the meaning of the word? So he says, it means like me and you. Because I'm bringing you in order to. If you're not going to do that, then you're drowning uh, me and you together. Then the Gemara says, While they were still in the yard, and Yeshua said to them, Pick up every person, every man of you, a stone upon his shoulders according to the number of Shvatim of the Yidin. It's written that this may be a sign amongst you, that when your children ask in time to come, saying, what did you mean by these stones? So, so the, the stones will be a sign for, uh, for the children that their ancestors actually crossed over the yard. Well, oh, so let's see. When they were still in the yard, and Yeshua said to them, So what 
And while they were still in the Yardin, Yeshua said to them, take out by the midst of the Yardin, out of the place where the Koinim's feet stood, 12 stones made ready, and carry them over to you, and lay them down in the place where you're going to sleep that night. One would have thought that they were required to place these stones at every place where they, where they stayed. That's why it says, where you shall lodge this night. Meaning only of that night they were commanded to do this. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Ah, but Abba chalafta v'Rabbi Eliezer bar Masna v'Chanina ben Chachinai amdo alisin avonim that these Tanaim, they stood on the same stones that the Jewish people that they didn't talk from the Yarden. V'shiru kol achas v'achas shkula karboim so and they measured them and found that each and every one weighed about 40 so. Now 40 so is usually, it's not a, uh, a weight. Usually like a mikveh, we say arboim so. So all the Mepharshim, they have, they struggle. What does it mean shkula karboim so? Arboim so is not a weight, it's a measurement. So um, it's basically, it, it was very heavy. Ugmiri, and we have a tradition. We have a tradition that a load that one can lift onto the shoulders um, is one-third of the weight of the load that he can carry when others load with him. So, um, basically, when you have two people, you can carry a lot more. All right. From here, you can calculate the size of the eshkel, the cluster of grapes, that the spies carry together from Eretz Yisrael. And he says, and says, and they carried, it, they carried the, the Meraglim, carried the Eshkel upon uh, poles, which is two, right? It says they carry the poles, Bashnaim two. So the Bryce says, he says, if it says poles any day I know it's two matam So it means It means that the that the spies carried on two poles. And four people carried the cluster of grapes together. So from here we can learn that the weight of the cluster it brings it was four hundred and eighty so. Now if you look in the regular Gemara. So uh, you look on the side over there. There's one. It's one picture how they um, how they picture how the clusters were carried. If you look in the, in the art scroll, so in the bottom right, I think it's where is it? He brings two pictures. Um, it's a machlekes between um, Rashi, right? Who's, who does he bring down there? Rashi and Rabbi Nachman of how it looked. Right, so Rashi, Rashi learns that the that the poles were situated like picture, like he says the few Rashi and Rabbi He learns that the clusters were situated differently. Akapanim. So, um, basically, the weight of the clusters was four hundred eighty. So, now Amar Yitzchak says, "Tir Tani, they they were look like uh, upper rods of scales." That are balanced on the lower rods of scales, but the tuni to tuni, and they were, they were, they were basically they were configured like upper rods of scales that are balanced on the lower rods of scales. 
In other words, that they were not two, but four poles. Okay, it's Adshmein and Nasser Ashkel. Eight of the spies carried the cluster of grapes. Echad Nasser Rimein. One of them, one of the spies carried a pomegranate. Echad Nasser Te'ina, and one of them carried a fig. Yeshua V'Kolev Le'Nasuklum. And Yeshua and Kolev did not carry anything. Now, why didn't they carry anything? If they were commanded by Meshur Rabbeinu to go and bring back the fruit, so why didn't they carry anything? So If you want to say it's because they were the more prominent of the Meraglim, and it was beneath their dignity to carry a load, and if you want to say, they did not want to take part of this wicked council of spies. Right? Because the whole Meshur Rabbeinu told them to bring back Eshkel and all these different fruits in order to show how how uh, beautiful Eretz Yisrael is and how beautiful the land is, and they used it against Moshe Rabbeinu, and they used it for the wrong reasons. And uh, once Yeshua and Kalev realized what the Meraglim's intentions were, uh, they, they, they didn't want to have anything to do with it. Okay. Pligi disagree with regard to the machlekes between the Tanaim as to the height of the water when the Jewish people crossed the Yarden. Chad Omar, one says, that according to the Yehuda, which we said that the water stood 12 mil, this is the, the, the Jewish people crossed in the, same, uh, in the same way they camped. In other words, it was necessary for the water to stand 12 mil high to allow the entire machina to pass through the Yarden. Now, according to Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon, who said that the water stood over 300 mil, the water had to reach these heights to allow for enough time for everyone to cross the Yarden as they crossed one after another. In other words, not all together. Now, Bechad Omar, and another person says, Bein mar, bein mar, that both opinions, both this sage and that sage, they agree that they crossed at the same way that they camped. Mar savar adam kal. Now the chachamim holds. Well, sorry, one one chacham, Rabbi Huda holds that a person moves faster than water, and mar savar mayim kalim, and he holds that water moves faster than than a person. Either a person moves faster than water, or water moves faster than a person. Fine. Then, now, now basically, since the Gemara uh, mentioned the idea of Eshkel, the clusters of grapes that the Meraglim brought back to Eretz Yisrael, continues discussing the story of the Meraglim. Pasik says, Shlach Lecha Anoshim. The Meshach Rabbeinu is told by Hashem, send for yourself men. So Amr Rishlokish says, what does it mean, shlach lecha, send for yourself? Why not say shlach anashim? So from the word lecha, Hashem was telling Meisha, midaitcha. It means basically, send them at your own discretion. That, uh, I, I, like, like Rashi says over there, I'm, I'm not telling you to send them. Now, Now, does it make sense? Does a person choose a bad portion for himself? In other words, since Hashem knew that the nature of the spies, that, that they would basically say Lashon Hara, so he would have not sent them himself. And this is what the Pasuk means. 
that uh, the Pasuk says that Meisha, when Meisha retold the story of the spies, it says it was good in my eyes. Shlakish says, what does it mean in my eyes, but not in Hashem's eyes? Then the Torah says that Meisha sent the spies to search the land for us. When the Yidin came, when the Yidin asked to send spies, their intention was only to shame Eretz Yisrael. It says over here that, that they may search the land for us. And it's written there that the moon will be embarrassed and the sun will be ashamed. So the whole purpose of why they wanted the, the spies to search the land is to shame Eretz Yisrael. Now then the Pasuk relates in regards to the spies, And these were the names of the Shvatim, Shamua ben Yitzchak said that we have a tradition of ours that was passed down from ancestors to ancestors. That the spies were named, even though this was their real names, but they were named after their actions. And we, have, we know about one name, which name? Sesor ben Michal. Sesor, the son of Michal. Why do they call him Sesor? Sesor, Sesor, Meisr, Baruch because um, he hid the actions of Hashem. He, in other words, they ignored, he ignored the miracles that Hashem performed for the Eden in Mitzrayim. And he's called Michal, Sisur, because he hid Hashem's actions. Michal, because he made him, in other words, he made Hashem appear weak by saying that there wasn't enough food in the land for everyone. <laughs> For those who are listening online and wondering why well, they're sneezing and coughing in New York, <laughs> there's terrible pollen here, terrible allergies, and uh, just that time of the year. Okay. Um, no, he didn't know. The pastors, he didn't know. Fakert, what is Rashi? Rashi writes over there that there were Mamish in the beginning, they were tzaddikim. Especially the way Chassidus explains, it makes a lot of sense. The Meraglin, they, wanted to, stay the they wanted to stay in the Midbar, they didn't want to go into... And what? What? Yeah, yeah. They, they felt, they felt... No, it doesn't say, it doesn't say, it's, it's, it's... It doesn't say Maishinu. Stubborn. The Pashas of Yipshah, Maishinu didn't know, but Maishinu was telling them... The way Chassidus explains, and, and this is, uh, the Rebbe elaborates this a, a lot in the Sikhs and Pasha Shlach, that they, they were tzaddikim, and they wanted to stay in the, in the Midbar because they felt that in the Midbar, they're going to be able to sit and learn, and, and going to the land is going to share their teda. So what did Meisha tell them? Or they or they said, the only time you can have shleimah zateda is if you deal with the world, if you, if you deal with others, if you deal with the mitzvah. You can't have, if, you, if you're so concerned that you want shleimah zateda, then, then you have to have going to Eretz Yisrael in order to have that combination. Otherwise, you're, you're, you're missing it. Okay, right there. af anu You can also say the interpretation of Nachbi ben Fafsi. Nachbi, the son of Fafsi. Nachbi, shehichbi, dvarav shal Baruch Hu. 
Nachbi, he concealed, why? Because he concealed the statement of Hashem by saying that the land is good. He gave like a, a, a distortion of the description. And Fafsi, Shepisa, Baruch Hu, why is he called Fafsi? Because he stomped at the midas of Hashem. He didn't believe in the promise to give Eretz Yisrael. He did not believe in Hashem's promise to Hashem to give him Eretz Yisrael. Now it says in regards to the Menagum, and they went up into the south and he came to Hebron. So the Gemara says, Why is the phrase, phrase and he came, should have said that, that they came to Hebron. So Amar Ravah it teaches us that Kalev separated himself from the council of the Meraglim. And where did he go? Vahalach, Vinishtatach, Akivri Oves. And he went to where? To, to Davin by the Kivri Oves. Amr Lahen, he said, Avoisai, Bikshu, Alai Rachim, Shinotsu, Matzas, Meraglim. This is, he said, uh, my forefathers, Davin, mercy for me so that I will be saved from the council of the spies. And this is the mocker of, uh, you know, why we go to Kivri Tzadikim. It's not uh, because, and we spoke about this once, it's not uh, by going to a cave of a tzaddik, but that when we go to the tzaddik, just like we see by the, uh, by the uh, Kalev, that he went and he was nishtatach by the kibre tzaddikim in order to bikshu alai rachimim. So that's the idea of going to a cave, that's the idea of going to the Rebbe, to the Eil, is that we should have the rachimim of the tzaddik ask uh, on behalf of us that aren't Tzvilos Shavin Neskavo. Now, the Gemara explains Yeshua, Kvar Bikesh Meshal of Rachmim. Yeshua, he didn't go to the Oves, why? He didn't go to the, like, like Kalev did because Meshah had already davened for him. Shanem Ravikram Meshal Yeshua Benun, Yeshua, and it says that Yeshua Benun, Yeshua, Koyesh Yacham Matzas Meraglim, and Meshah called Yeshua, um, Yeshua, why? Because, meaning Hashem will save you from the council of spies. And this is what it says, And by my servant Kali, because he had another spirit with him. Um, so Yeshua was, um, so basically, and that's another question that I've asked, also in the if he knew that uh, Yeshua's at least for Yeshua, that he didn't want Yeshua to be part of the spies, so why didn't he down for the other spies, or at least why didn't he down for Kalev? Okay. Then the Basak says, V'sham achiman v'sheshev v'talmen. And sheshai talmen chuli. Achiman miyumen shabachav. So he says, Achiman was called by his name because he was the most skilled. He was miyumen, he was the most skilled amongst his brothers. Sheshai shemesim esaris ke Obviously called Shisha because he was called because he would turn the land that he stomped on into ditches because he was very, very large. Talmai, why was he called Tamei? Shemesim Esaharetz Tlamim Tlamim. Tamei was called because he would turn the land that he treaded on into like different furrows because he was very heavy. Dover Acher, Achiman Bona'onis. The names, Achiman is the one who built the city of Onis. Sheshai, Sheshai built Alush, Alush. Talmai bana Talbush. And Talmai built Talbush. Yelidi Anak. Now, the Pasuk says the children of Anak. They were so tall and large that it, it looked, Shemanik and Chama became Asan. It looked that they were wearing the sun and, as the necklace due to their height. 
Okay, then the Pasuk says, Bechevron Sheva Shalim Nasa. Now, Hebron was built seven years Shalim before Tzoyan. So the Mara says, My Nivnasa. What is meant by the phrase was built? Ilema Nivnasa Mamish. If you're going to say that it was actually built seven years before Tzoyan, would a person build a house for his younger son before he builds it for his older son? Canaan was the youngest son of Chom. How do we know that? And the sons of Chom were Kush and Mitzrayim. And then who was the youngest? Canaan. So how then could Hebron, a city in the land of Canaan, have been built for Tzayan, a city in the land of Mitzrayim, um, occupied by the descendants of Mitzrayim? Rather, it's telling us that Hebron was seven times more fruitful than Tzayan. Now, there's no stonier land in Eretz Yisrael than Hebron. Why is that? Because they bury the dead there. Now, and uh, of all the lands, there was none of higher quality than the lands of Mitzrayim. Like it says, the Garden of Hashem, like the land of Mitzrayim. And the nicest part of Mitzrayim, the highest quality is And there was uh, no higher quality in the land of Mitzrayim than Mitzrayim. And and even though that uh, this, you know, Mitzrayim was, was the highest quality was Mitzrayim, and in Mitzrayim was Tzayan, and nevertheless, what does it say? Even so, even though which was Hebron, which in Eretzisro was the rocky place, nevertheless, it was seven times more fruitful than Tzayan. So the Gemara says, the Gemara asks, Are you telling me that in the land of Hebron, it was stony. It says, and it came to pass at the end of 40 years that Avshalom said to the king, I daven, let me go. It teaches us that uh, Avshalom went to go bring sheep specifically from where? From Hebron. And it was taught in Abraisa. That a person has to, that if a person brings the choicest animals to the base of Milish as an offering, so, so rams are brought from Mayav, and Kvas and sheep are from Hebron. So, what do we see from here? That Hebron has a rich land, where it's fat and healthy, they have fat and healthy sheep that are raised. So, how could you say it's rocky over there? So, the Gemara says, Mina Aidi de Klishi Ara, of the Ria Vishaman Kinyana. So from this very source, it can be proven that Hebron is not suitable for agriculture. Why? Because since the earth there is thin, it produces only grass for grazing and fattens the, the livestock over there. Okay, the Pasuk says, And they returned from spying out the land at the end of 40 years. 40 days, sorry. So the Gemara says, they went and they came. The Torah likens they're going to their comings. Just like when, they, when they're coming back, what's with wicked counsel, 
so too going also to Eretz was with the wicked council. Which again, there's a lot of discussions. The Chayra, if they had a bad intention, so why don't have been to say them? But it tells us Rashi in Chumash, Shutish Mikra says that, there's a lot to discuss about this. A lot of sikhs, beautiful, beautiful sikhs on Shlach. Okay, let's make a Chazorah. Um, okay, where do we start? Lamed Gimel. We started from Lamed Gimel, Amid Beis. So we said that when the Yidin crossed, crossed over the Yardin, um, so every day the Arain would travel behind Yehuda and Reuven. At that day, the Arain, the day that the Yidin crossed over the Yardin, the Arain went first. And he brings a positive. And the Bryce says, every day the Levim would carry the Arain. And that day, who carried the Arain? It was the Kainim. And he brings a Pasuk. Then the Bryce says that three times in history, the Kainim would carry the Arun. <laughs> Number one, when they crossed the Yarden, when they encircled uh, Yerichai, and when they brought, in Shleimah time, when they brought the Arun back, so also it was the Kainim. Now, once the Kainim's feet went into the water, so the water now went on the side, as it says, Kuvay Nesa Arun Ad Yarden, and it went up like a wall, 12 by 12. And why was it 12 by 12? Because that's how the Machani Yisrael was in the yard, in the Midbar. Uh, so it needed a space of 12 by 12 that everyone can pass in one shot. These are the words of Rabbi Huda. No, no, that's what says already was in Maisha's times. In Yeshua. In Yeshua. In Yeshua. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, we don't, we don't learn Nach in, in Yeshiva, so. We learn this one, this one, uh, no, but yeah, in Yeshua, in Yeshua, Perak, uh, you see on the side over there, it means the Gemara, Yeshua, Perak, Gimel, Tesvav, and Tesain. Okay. Um, now, Rabbi Lazarus Shimon says, according to you, what's, how, what's, what's faster? Is a person faster or is water faster? So obviously water is faster. If so, by the time it gets somehow it gets up to 12 mil, it will come crashing down, and, and based on that, people would have drowned. Rather, that it went up like 300 by 300, um, until even the Malchim Mizrach and which were very, very far side, and um, like it says, and all the Malchi Aknani saw it, and, uh, and their hearts melted. They were very, very frightened. And the Gemara says, even Rachav Azena said to the Shluchi Yeshua that uh, we heard, and, and everybody's hearts were melted. It's not, if you look in Yesim Mishalish Mil, Taisvis says, says 300, Chera, the whole world is like only, right, plus a parsa. So the Chera, it's like a whole exaggeration, 300. It's not, right, Dr. Rebbe brings in, in Tanya, Tav Kuf Shana. Right, so look at the first Tesis. He brings, he brings a whole different Cheshman. Okay, um, now then he says, what's Eisichem, you and me. So what, what is that? He says, if you're going, Yeshua said, you're here, and why are you crossing? You're crossing in order that you should drive out the, the Yeshua artists. If you're going to do that good, and if not, you're going to need to 
you're going to basically destroy me and you together. Now, uh, while they were still in the yard, Yeshua said, take an Evan Achas on your, told all the people to take one stone, put it on your shoulders, and it says, the mantia zois ois when your children ask you, what are these stones? So you should, you should have a simon uh, that we pass the Yarden. While Yeshua, while they were still in the Yarden, Yeshua said, you should know, um, sorry, carry Metecha Yarden, the 12, uh, 12 stones, and bring them and put them in, every, in, in the place where you lodge, not every place. Okay, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Amr Tachalafta, and then Chalina ben Chachinai, they stood on these stones and they measured that it's a 40 so. And we have a, a, a tradition that when you have two people, so what they carry, only one person carry a third of that. Um, and from here you could see that the eshka was, was uh, very heavy, the way they carried it, because it says, why does it have to say two? I know that it's two. So the says that because the way it was carried, it was like, it was, so, we, so we said we brought up a few pictures it's like 15 different ways of how, how to learn how they, exactly the, the, the clusters were carried. Okay, then, so eight carried, eight carried the maitim, one was the, the eshkel, so, so one was the rimen and one was the teina. Yeshua and Kalev uh, didn't carry anything, either because they were chashuva people who was below their dignity, or because he didn't want to be part of this eitzah, and we have a machlekes um according to Yehuda, that was 12 kechani and um, according to Shim, it was bizarre hazeh, so uh, smaller, or it was bigger, or smaller, I'm sorry, and then Chad says that doesn't matter, bein mar, bein mar, it's kechani yasei one holds that kaodim kal, and one other person holds that mayim is kal. Then we brought the Pasuk Shalach Anoshim, so Rishlokesh says that Hashem was telling it, mitaitcho. And this is what it means, that vayitavayinai, that, that Hashem, was not uh, pleased what uh, what they were doing. Then Vayachpulana Sa'ares, or Chia says that what it mean, that, uh, that they wanted the Samaragam to make Busha Rachisro. Vailush Maisam, so it says all the names um, were given, but really it's uh, because of how they acted. We don't know the meaning of all of them, but at least the source, the Surah Michal, is because he hid Sasur, the um, actions of Hashem. And Michal, because he made Hashem weak. Even Nachbi ben Fafsi, Nachbi, because he heard Hashem's miracles, but Fafsi, that he was stepping on HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Midas. Rather, that uh, speaking about Kalev, that he uh, diverted himself from the Atzas Meraglim, and he went to be Meshtatech, HaKivrit Oves, and he said, Bikshu Allah, Yerachimim. And Yeshua, Yeshua, Meshur, he davened for him, like it says, um, then it says that there was different giants. There were Shemachim and Sheshavitam, because he was human, he was skilled. Shishai, because when he would go on the ground, he would make like uh, holes. And Talme, because also he'd make like furrows. Okay, then it says, Yilidi Anak, that they were so tall that they made the sun like, look like a necklace. Then, Vechever Sheva Shonim, Nivnesos, the Lord says, What's Nivnesos? If the means Mamish Nivnesos, Chevron's built before, which is Kram, is built before the older sun. You know, Kram was the youngest, but rather that, that uh, in Chevron, it was the finest of all the places. 
and even though it's the rockiest of all the places, and there, and, there, and Mitzrayim is the Mula B'chol and in Mitzrayim itself, Tzayin is the nicest place, nevertheless, Hebron was even uh, greater, even though it's the rockiest of Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara asks, you tell me Hebron is rocky, but we know that uh, when you want to go bring a carbon over there, you have to go over there. So we see that it's a very fat and very choicest land. So the Gemara says, no, because it's very thin uh, grass, so it's good for the for the to, to grade to um, to to, um, to have animals there, but it's not it's not like a choicest land. Then it says It teaches us that kishem that they went with uh, the, when they came back with a bad intention. So too when they went, they went also beitzerah. Okay. Oh,